The wheel of time turns, and ages come and pass. What was, what will be, and what is, may yet fall under the shadow. Let the dragon ride again on the winds of time. And I fully agree with Robert Jordan has come to dominate the world Tolkien began to reveal. So this is going to be my spoiler-free review of Robert Jordan's The Eye of the World, the first book or book one in the Wheel of Time series. And man, where do I begin? So first off, awesome story, awesome book. Um, I'm not big on giving ratings uh, in terms of like, oh, this is a 10, this is a 9, this is an 8. Honestly, because these things change over time. And as I read more books, it could adjust the ratings of different books I've read. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like right now, the greatest film series, in my opinion, is Lord of the Rings, uh, that trilogy. Um, I think that's like the gold standard of trilogies. There's a lot of other trilogies that I enjoy, but if that's my 10 and then something better comes out down the road, is that a 10? And then maybe I reassess Lord of the Rings, knock that down to a nine, if depending how much better it's see how like ratings can change. So I'm just going to give you my overall opinions of this book. Um, you know, what I like, what I didn't like, um, and, and just kind of go from there. Now I'm, I'm, Assuming if you're listening to this, you're either interested in getting into the Wheel of Time or you've already read it and you're like me who just loves to hear people talking about it and their opinions and beliefs and things like that. So first off, let's start with and, you know, from my background. OK, um, so I'm an author. I have books published out there in the world. I primarily focus on fantasy. Right. Um, I have a you know a dragon <laughs> series that's out there called Skyland. Um, and we call them serpent serpents in our world, but um, essentially dragon riders. Right. Um, so this is kind of something that's very near and dear to my heart, fantasy. And I have another eight fantasy books that are going to be coming out of the course of the next two years. Now, when I say books, I primarily focus on and write comic books and graphic novels. Um, but I love reading both, right? I, I read a bunch of comics. I read a bunch of novels and books and memoirs and all those things uh, I have on my bed right now. As I do this review, I'm surrounded by books, right? It's just kind of something I love to do. Um, whether I'm writing a book or reading a book daily, I'm, I'm, I'm doing one of those two things, if not both. So I of the world. So here we go. Um, the beginning of this story um, is, I think, a necessity when you're trying to set up an epic. Okay, I think it's necessary to have a moment in a book. So, again, I don't want to get into, into heavy spoilers here or anything like that, but in The Lord of the Rings, you open up with, you know, the, the, big, the big battle, right? And then you cut to the farm, right? Then you cut to the Shire, okay? Um, the reason people or storytellers do that is because they want to hook you early. Okay. If you start at the farm, you might be bored. You're like, what is this? It's just a bunch of people in the Shire, you know, a birthday party. But if you open up with the war, people are hooked and like, how do we go from that to this? Right. How do we go from this giant battle 
to the farm? How are these two things even remotely associated? So that's why authors do that to hook you at the beginning. Um, there's a similar opening in this series, right? Um, and it's 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 pretty great, and it's dark. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize that the Wheel of Time is not. It's it's closer to I would say george r. r martin's game of thrones than it is to lord of the rings but it is a nice harmony of the two it's a nice balance between those two i don't think it goes and this this is just this book okay that i'm speaking of i don't think it goes as dark as game of thrones but i do think it's definitely not as light as lord of the rings whereas like lord of the rings i would recommend to you know anybody who's interested in fantasy Whereas Game of Thrones, I would say, hey, you know, be mindful these elements are in it. This has a nice balance of the two. Um, I do I do think it's a nice coming-of-age story, um, but it definitely has some very horror elements to it, which I, which I find very interesting. So, like, horror and fantasy is, is I, if it's, most horror, if you, if you just took horror for what it is, it's a fantasy book, right? So, it's a monster or a beast coming after you, you know, even modern day horror stories. It's some, there's certain elements of fantasy in that. And, and this book is very, there's horror elements in the, in the, the, the bads in this book, they're, they're nightmare fuel. I mean, really, they really are. Um, and I do think that let's talk about the pacing. So let's start there. So the pacing, it got a little slow at times, but when it hits and it gets going, it's a it's a page burner okay so like you're flipping through it this is a great intro intro into robert jordan's series i uh, i think that its place in in fantasy i think it's well earned the, the the love and support for this series i can see why people got hooked after the first book the characters to me uh some of them are a little bit generic to start right um there's a lot of tropes but you also have to understand that this book came out in the 90s i believe um if if i'm not mistaken the first book came out in the 90s early 90s um and robert jordan you know we can say what you want about fantasy tropes this is his love like you can see his love for lord of the rings and jared tolkien it's basically kind of reiterating not reiterating, but taking elements of Lord of the Rings and telling his own story, right? And kind of steering it the way he would in that type of world and that type of setting and how he would want to live and tell, you know, his stories in essentially a Middle Earth. But again, this is his own world. He's created it. It is different. Um, but he even says that this is like a love letter to, you know, J.R. Uh, Tolkien. So I think there's a lot of similarities there, but in terms of the characters, they grow on you. Um, there's some characters that are a little bit annoying, some characters that you automatically love. The females in this book, uh, I think Robert Jordan does a... Uh, it's interesting because I heard two takes on females in this story. So one being he doesn't write women that well, and the other, he does write women really well. Me, personally, I think he does write women well. I think Moraine, who is... Uh, and hopefully I'm saying that correctly... Um, one of the strongest female fantasy characters I've read thus far. Um, so uh, that was very encouraging. I think he's very respectful of that. Sometimes men writing women doesn't get over so, go over so well. 
uh, something I did. I, my Skyland series is a female protagonist. And, you know, there's times where it gets tough. It gets tough trying to have your, you know, have such a, you know, a major role in your story be of the opposite sex because you're not you, it's hard to sometimes get in the mind of the opposite sex in certain terms of you know what they would do here what they would do there am i doing this justice am i doing it right am i being respectful um i think he is and i think i think that's a really good attribute of this the series and his his ability for storytelling uh so the characters definitely grew on me i think there's a lot of repetitiveness in this book but that's just kind of robert jordan's writing style i think he does give a lot of details um and he spends a lot of time describing you know the ins and outs of every nook and cranny of this book uh, but it really does help build the world and I've, i haven't felt that way truly um since like harry potter you know, reading the Harry Potter series, I think, you know, J.K. Rowling also does that. I think she really gives a lot of description, like character description, you know, for what they're wearing, to the colors, to the textures, to all of that. I think those two authors really do do a very similar similar job in their writing style. So that's my take on the characters. Uh, the overall plot uh, so I do think that this is a very character-driven story, um, and the plot itself, the you know the purpose of the story, with the driving factors of the story, if you will, I love it, um, and I'm excited to dive more into it. This is rich with history, and rich with Easter eggs that I know are going to pay off in books down the road, right? And I truly truly admired this book uh the great hunt so i'm giving this review after i read the great hunt as well so i'm going to give that review next and i'm about halfway through the dragon reborn but this series so far to me has been a must read for any fantasy lover any and i'm recommending to all my friends i heard the audiobook's really good unfortunately for me myself uh, um myself and i uh i fall asleep when i listen to audiobooks uh, and then they just keep going and I wake up and I have no idea where I left off. So I prefer to read books old fashionedly, uh, you know, with my eyes. <laughs> uh, so that, that's just my opinion, but I do hear the audiobooks are great and they're, they're good, you know, good way to, to go through the series, probably faster too, but yeah. So other than that, let's kind of talk about the aesthetics of the book. I have the, the older version, the, the tour fantasy version of this book. Um, I just did a soft, soft cover, and it's in blue, and the words are in red, and it and it has the uh, the Asadi uh, Asade, I think I'm saying that correctly, uh, ring on the on the front. Um, it's a cool looking book, uh, but there there's definitely better versions uh, if you want out there. But I was happy with this overall. I would say pick it up, guys, and I'm looking forward to the TV show. Uh, that's the reason why I picked this up. Because I really wanted to read this before the series came out. Because I remember watching Game of Thrones with my friends. And the ones who read the books, I feel like they just experienced it a lot differently than I. And the ending didn't hit as hard, I feel like, for them. Um, because they still were looking forward to the book and all the differences. and, and it, I don't know. It was just a different experience overall for somebody who didn't read the book and who did. 
but that's that's my take on this. I would say pick it up, give it a read. Uh, it's definitely definitely a great addition to to my collection here, and I could not be happier. But that's all the time for today, guys. I appreciate you tuning in, uh, listening to this review. If you liked what you heard, if you're a fantasy nerd like me, uh, please subscribe. And I'm definitely giving more reviews uh, down the road here. And I look forward to, to that. Thanks.